Pushkin. Where do you see your career in 10 years? What are you doing now to help you get there? The sooner you start enhancing your skills, the sooner you'll be ready. That's why AARP has reskilling courses in a variety of categories like marketing and management to help your income live as long as you do. That's right. AARP has a bevy of free skill-building courses for you to choose from because the steps you choose to take today will help you love what you do in the future. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Artificial intelligence is this weird, big phrase that suddenly seems to be everywhere. And it can be hard to know exactly what it means. But when businesses say they're using artificial intelligence, they usually mean one particular thing. They mean automated systems that can take in lots and lots of data and use the data to make predictions. This is called machine learning, and it's spreading everywhere. Drug companies use it to predict which molecules are likely to work as medicines. Hedge funds use it to predict which stocks are going to go up or down. Instagram uses it to predict which ads I'm most likely to click on. For the record, the machine has learned that I will often click on ads for overpriced workout clothes. Anyway, if you want to understand what's happening with business and technology today, you really have to understand machine learning. I'm Jacob Goldstein. This is What's Your Problem, the show where entrepreneurs and engineers talk about how they're going to change the world once they've solved a few problems. My guest today is Luis Vonon the founder and CEO of Duolingo. Duolingo is both a wildly popular language app and also a hardcore tech company built on machine learning. Luis used to be a professor of computer science at Carnegie Mellon. And in our conversation, he was really candid about the technical limits of what Duolingo can do today. The app is good at teaching people to read and to understand, he said, but Duolingo is not as good at teaching people to speak a new language. And solving that problem turns out to be part of this great, big, interesting frontier problem that is relevant not just for Duolingo, but for the whole field of artificial intelligence. We started out talking about the origins of Duolingo, which go back to a different problem, one that Luis discovered before he'd ever heard of machine learning. It was a problem he saw all around him when he was growing up in Guatemala. I was fortunate that my mother basically spent essentially her entire net worth on my education. 
Uh, and so I was fortunate that I got a good education, but then I could see the people who would get, um, you know, public education, barely learn how to read and write. This is just what would happen. And you cannot expect that these people are going to become, you know, uh, the CEO of a public company or anything like that, because they kind of won't. Often people talk about education as an engine for reducing inequality, but what you're describing is the exact opposite. And it's education when you have to pay for it is a mechanism for perpetuating inequality. And I really believe that. And I believe that's true in most countries in the world. There may be some countries, you know, like the Scandinavian countries where pretty much everybody gets the same yeah, education. They do or everything right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there may be some countries like that, but in the vast majority of countries, if you have money, you can get a much better education. So I wanted to do something that would give equal access to education to everybody. Uh, and so we started with that, but then we started thinking, okay, if education is pretty general, um, let's start by teaching one thing. Eventually we settled on teaching languages um, for a number of reasons. The biggest one of which is that um, learning English in particular can uh, completely change people's lives. If you know English, you can double your income potential in most countries. Wow. Uh, it's just as simple as that. And so it's... it's just, Why? Why is that so? Basically, it, it opens up um, for almost any job, you can get a better version of that job. For example, you could be a waiter or you could be a waiter at the five-star hotel. You could be an executive assistant or you could be an executive assistant for uh -huh. a multinational CEO. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So really teaching English, the core, the core sort of reducing inequality dream of, of a language is really teaching English to people in largely in, in poorer countries. Yes. So what we wanted to do was teach, teach English, but you know, if you're going to teach English, you may as well teach other languages. Uh, so teach those and um, do so for free. So that's what Luis did. And it worked. Today, tens of millions of people use Duolingo every month to learn English and dozens of other languages for free. The company makes money by selling ads and premium subscriptions. It went public in 2021 and is currently worth billions of dollars. And the company really is built on machine learning. Luis gave me a few key examples of the way the company uses the technology. So let me tell you a few of the things that we do. Um, one of the things uh, that we do, we like very much, is um, we have data on whenever people use Duolingo. We record every exercise that they do and whether they got it right or wrong, and if they got it wrong, why they got it wrong. With all of this data, we're able to do certain things with artificial intelligence. For example, for every exercise that we're about to give you, we're able to predict what is the probability that you're gonna get this exercise right or wrong. Uh-huh, so in a sense, that is a thing that a, that a teacher in a classroom could do fairly easily, right? A Correct. teacher with 20 students. Correct. But you're able to do it with whatever, how many people use your app? Actively, 42 million per month. So the machine can do that for all 42 million people at the same time, more or less. Yes, and very accurately. Part of the secret sauce of Duolingo is that we realized if we were to only give you things that you're not very good at, um, we'd basically be giving you lessons from hell every time. So we can't do that because that frustrates users. Uh -huh. So what we do is whenever you start a lesson in Duolingo, we're actually trying to optimize for two things at the same time. We're trying to teach you things you know, that you're not very good at, but also we're trying to keep you motivated and engaged. Yeah. And the way we do that is we try to give you exercises for which we know you have about an 80% chance of getting them right. Huh. 
Uh, and, have you and found that to be the sweet spot? I mean, have you done like experiments and sort of turned the dial? Yeah. We've done that. And we, you know, we're not the first to figure this out. I mean, there's a lot of literature in psychology, et cetera. Just, and the number is not exactly 80%. It's a little higher than that. It's like 83% or something. But there's there's a number. And it really is the case that if that number's higher, that means these things are, are a little easier for you. Then you get a little bored. So you feel like you're not learning, right? If I'm getting 95% right, I'm like, what? Well, I'm just wasting my time. And you feel bored. Like, so it's, a, it's like a game that you always win. I mean, that's that's nice at the very beginning, but then you're just not going to play it. Um, and then if it's lower than that, that means that things are too hard for you. You get very frustrated and you go away. And there's a lot of tricks that, you know, uh, certainly app developers play. And, and, you know, we play as well. So I'll tell you another kind of similar trick. You know, uh -huh. we end up uh, applying it to language. But the easiest way to understand this trick is uh, with a slot machine. Uh -huh. um, when you get two out of three, it's, you almost got it. You got to do one more. You got to do one more. You just got to do one more because you almost got it. So there's this, there's this, You're so close. this psychological trick that we play. It's like, oh, this two out of three almost got it. But you knew I was going to get two out of three. Is yeah, what yeah, you sure. Said. You gave me two easy ones and one that was super hard. That's exactly right. So, so we, yeah. we, we play this type of trick where just people are like almost got it. And they, that gets them to do another one. So, you know, in our case, we just, we basically spend a lot of time training computers to figure out what it is that makes people use Duolingo for longer and also that we teach them more. Um, so that that's a major use for artificial intelligence. Main use is, is, is just in teaching better. After the break, a big problem Luis and Duolingo are still trying to solve. A problem that turns out to be a big frontier problem for all of artificial intelligence. You probably think it's too soon to join AARP, right? Well, let's take a minute to talk about it. Where do you see yourself in 15 years? More specifically, your career, your health, your social life. What are you doing now to help you get there? There are tons of ways for you to start preparing today for your future with AARP. That dream job you've dreamt about? Sign up for AARP reskilling courses to help make it a reality. How about that active lifestyle you've only spoken about from the couch? AARP has health tips and wellness tools to keep you moving for years to come. But none of these experiences are without making friends along the way. Connect with your community through AARP volunteer events. So it's safe to say it's never too soon to join AARP. They're here to help your money, health, and happiness live as long as you do. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org wisefriend. Okay, 10 seconds. How many things can you name that are always growing? The universe, easy one. Um, my kids, so far. Uh, To-do lists. Uh, for this month, my sugar snap peas. I know that's not always. I know I'm out of time, but I'm going to give you one more. Businesses on Shopify. <coughs> Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. There are key moments in every endeavor. I ask pretty much everybody I interview on this show about their key moments, their breakthroughs, their failures, their turnarounds, and Shopify can be there for you at all of your key moments. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com problem. Go to shopify.com problem now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash problem. 
And now a word from the show's sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. The automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. That's the end of the ads. Now we're going back to the show. So let's talk now about problems you haven't solved yet. You know, like what are you, what are you trying to figure out? What are you working on that, that isn't quite working yet? So Duolingo is, is very effective at teaching you all kinds of things. But if you go look under the hood, you know, what is it that you're learning? You're learning reading really well. You're learning writing pretty well, but not as well as reading. You're learning listening pretty well. Uh -huh. But you're not learning spontaneous speaking very well. Uh -huh. This, by the way, is also you're not something you're not learning very well in university semesters. Like you're basically uh -huh. not learning that well either in Duolingo or in university semesters. Okay. It's just harder to teach in a sort of classroom it or is. app because type setting. What you need to to do to teach that is basically have you really interact with, well, for now, another human and just you just practice that a lot. Now, here's the here's the thing about that. I know how to get you to interact with another human. Just put another human there. The problem is about 80% of our users just does not want to talk to a stranger in a language that they're not very good at. So the, so the problem that we're trying to solve here is how do we practice kind of spontaneous conversation, but without having a human on the other side? And we've been working on that. And, you know, we're not there yet. Can yeah. I just interrupt? Because, I mean, we were talking about artificial intelligence, right? The most famous... Mm -hmm test that I know of, the most famous idea I know of, of artificial intelligence in a computer is, can a computer hold one end of a conversation, right? Like that's the, the classic Turing test is like, you're going to yep. have this yep. like chat conversation. And can you tell if the person on the other end is a person mm -hmm. or a machine? Like that's the OG artificial intelligence that's idea, exactly right? right? I mean, are you telling me that's what you're trying to solve? Uh, not quite. I mean, it, it, it would be awesome if we could solve that. I mean, like that's the dream, right? That that's is the, the dream. best solution to that. That problem. is the dream. But notice in our case, we don't actually care if the human can tell that there's a computer on the other side. Okay. Uh -huh. It's okay. As long as it practices things and as long as you're able to carry on a conversation in a way that seems a little natural or something, it's okay if, if it, you know, uh, goes off the rails every now and then. So tell me, what is it that you're trying to build? This is exciting. Like, what are you trying to do? We're starting with text, by the way. So either just basically a texting conversation. So think of it as like a chat bot in, uh, you know, in Spanish, where it okay. just you're just uh -huh. having a real com a, a little conversation. I have had lots of people have had experience with chat bots. Yes, they're right? very bad. Like you go to whatever, cancel your cable, and they want you to to yep. text and then you realize you're texting with the machine. So like, that's the, that's step yep. one. So, yeah, that's the idea. That's step one. Um, we, we, of course, I mean, a lot of those experiences with chatbots are, are very, um, 
they're just very geared at whatever it is you're trying to do. So for example, that chapel may be very good at, at canceling your cable, but only that. In my experience, they're not even good at that. No, they're not that great. <laughs> uh, so, so we're trying to do that, and and you know we're not there yet. I I don't think. Uh, but so you're like out on the frontier. On we this are. One. We are. Like you're trying to. Yes, and and we're not there yet. Uh, I mean, this is something that's going to take us not just us. I mean, um, the, the whole academic community and and technology just a few more years. But so let me ask you ahead. this: Can we talk about that in a way that would be like? Can we try and just go one level? into sort of what you're trying to do and like what works and what doesn't work and like why it's hard. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, the first, by the way, the first, the first way you think of, if you're trying to make a chatbot, the first thing you think of is, okay, I'm just going to program the computer. Forget about artificial intelligence. I'm just going to program the computer to respond to specific questions and how many possible questions could there be? You start thinking, okay, well, when the person says hi, we're going to program our thing to say hi back. When the person says, how are you doing? We're going to program our thing to say, I'm doing pretty well. How about you? Yeah. V0 of a chatbot. And this, you know, this comes from, you know, 50 years ago. This is what you start doing. The problem is there's billions yeah. of things that people can say. And so we may have programmed the thing of what to say, but you know, how are you doing? And we can respond. But if instead of asking that, they may ask like, hey, did you, did you watch the game last night? And we just have no idea how to respond to that. About a decade ago, Louis says, AI researchers started trying a really different approach. Rather than trying to teach computers every rule, they started throwing massive amounts of documents and text at computers and essentially telling the computers, figure out the patterns in all these documents. So when somebody writes something like, did you watch the game last night? The computer should be able to predict what kinds of answers might follow. This strategy clearly has not entirely worked yet. That's why it's still a problem. Solving it will take both more text and more clever algorithms to help computers make sense of that text. But Louis says, you can see progress every time you open your Gmail or a Google Doc. And I don't know if you've used, for example, you've used Google Docs lately or, or Gmail. It like, it, it finishes off your sentences now. And basically the way this, this works is, you know, this system has looked at a ton, ton of text that has been written by a lot of people. In the case of Google Docs, I actually don't know what they look at, but I wouldn't be surprised if they look at everything that has ever been written in Google Docs. I'm going to tell you one that happened to me in Google Docs today when I was typing notes for this interview. I typed zone of PR, and then you know what? You, you know how it completed it? Proximal development. Yes. It, yeah. it knew I was going to write zone of proximal development. Yep. No, this is amazing. And they just see that if you write zone of per, there's like a 95% chance that it ends in proximal development. What is the zone of proximal development? Um, you know, in, in teaching, you know, there's this concept of just keeping you at this zone of proximal development, which is always kind of challenging you, giving you things that you don't know, but, but they're all things that are fair to give you. Proximal means like close to or next to, right? So it's the idea is like, you know a thing, yes, yes. then like what you want to teach the person is the very next thing, right? It's like, that's right. It's like the frontier yeah. of your knowledge. I like it because it applies to like the way you teach, but also to your work, right? And like, it's just a nice life idea, right? It's like the next thing, you want the next thing. And I feel like the chat bot is maybe a version of that at the level of your company. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It really is a nice idea. And, and it is, I mean, it, and if you think about it, this is what a great teacher does. You know, I, I've said this inside the Duolingo, the, the company at Duolingo. Um, all we need to do is first figure out what you know. 
by the way, not that easy to figure out what you know, but let's first figure out what you know, and then just take you to that zone of proximal development, because now we know what you know, uh, just take you to the to, to, to the frontier, and then just keep expanding it as fast as possible. That's all we need to do. Of course, this is easily said, hard to do. Yeah. Um, and is there a limit to what you can do with a computer? Is there anything a teacher can do that a computer will never be able to do? You know, of course, at Duolingo, we love teachers. If they are a good teacher and also have the time, they are much more able to adapt to their students than a computer is. Um, uh, but I don't believe this, that that will always be the case. I mean, I think at some point, I, it's not just teachers. I mean, teachers, this is one thing. I mean, at, at some point, my belief, and this is, of course, just my belief, people, not everybody agrees. I believe that computers will be able to do every single thing that humans can. Now, you may start asking really tough questions like, can they love? Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if they can love or not. But from the outside, it will look just as if they love. Um, so who knows? Yeah. Who knows what's going on inside? Who knows if they? And that's like a big. You now we're at big philosophical questions that I, I I'm not here to answer. That's right. Nor am I. But I do think from yeah. input output behavior, I don't see why I don't see any reason why computers won't be able to do everything that humans can. So they can teach, but they can also write uh, computer code. They can also run companies. They can also make podcasts. They can do everything. Should be able yeah. to do that. I think they should be able to do that. I, I don't know when that'll happen, um, but they should yeah. be able to do that. In a minute, the lightning round. We'll hear what job Luis would love to do, but thinks he wouldn't be very good at, and the real reason treasure chests keep showing up in Duolingo. You probably think it's too soon to join AARP, right? Well, let's take a minute to talk about it. Where do you see yourself in 15 years? More specifically, your career, your health, your social life. What are you doing now to help you get there? There are tons of ways for you to start preparing today for your future with AARP. That dream job you've dreamt about? Sign up for AARP reskilling courses to help make it a reality. How about that active lifestyle you've only spoken about from the couch? AARP has health tips and wellness tools to keep you moving for years to come. But none of these experiences are without making friends along the way. Connect with your community through AARP volunteer events. So it's safe to say it's never too soon to join AARP. They're here to help your money, health, and happiness live as long as you do. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash wisefriend. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you're a small business owner, listen up. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're actually choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. They do everything from hyper-targeting best fit prospects through campaign optimization. Upswell Marketing's unique approach includes direct mail, search engine marketing, and social media ads, and has fueled more than 10,000 small business success stories. 
Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no-obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention, new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. And now back to the show. We're going to finish with a lightning round. Not counting Duolingo, what's your favorite app on your phone? Spotify. What have you been listening to on Spotify? I'm always a huge fan of the band called Churches, um, with a V, Chiverches. Um, So that's what I was listening to this morning on my way to work. If you have a 10-minute break in the middle of the day, what do you do to relax? Um, I played this game called Clash Royale. Um, we A lot of the gaming mechanics um, that we use for Duolingo come from uh, gaming companies. Like the treasure chests? That's exactly right. The treasure <laughs> chests. If you ever played Clash Royale, they have the treasure chests. If somebody's going to go to visit Guatemala for the first time, what's one thing they should definitely do? Oh, um, Tikal is the Mayan ruins. Um you know, I, I feel very strong. I've been to southern Mexico where they have Chichen Itza. Mm-hmm. It's a joke compared to the Mayan ruins in Guatemala. <laughs> there's there's one pyramid in Chichen Itza. There are 400 in Guatemala in, in Tikal. So, yeah, they should That's, do that. I like, I like that not only are you recommending Tikal, you're also taking a swipe <laughs> at Chichen Itza. No, look, that. I have no trouble with Chichen Itza. It's just they are very good at marketing. Amazing. Uh, what would you do if you couldn't do the job you do now? Well, there's what what would I actually do and what would I like to do? I would love to be a writer. I don't think I'd be a very good one. Um, so if I if I wasn't the, the, doing the job that I'm doing right now, I, I, you know, I'd probably be back to being a professor. How will you know when it's time to retire? I'm never retiring. That's what everybody says. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, maybe I will, but I mean, I, right now I don't I don't want to do that. Luis Vonan is the founder and CEO of Duolingo. Today's show was produced by Edith Russolo. It was edited by Kate Parkinson Morgan and Robert Smith, and it was engineered by Amanda K. Wong. Theme music by Luis Guerra. Our development team is Lee Talmolad and Justine Lang. A huge team of people makes What's Your Problem possible. That team includes, but is not limited to, Jacob Weisberg, Mia Lobel, Heather Fain, John Schnars, Carrie Brody, Carly Migliori, Christina Sullivan, Jason Gambrell, Brant Hayes, Eric Sandler, Maggie Taylor, Morgan Ratner, Nicole Morano, Mary Beth Smith, Royston Beserve, Maya Koenig, Daniela Lacan, Kazea Tan, and David Glover. What's Your Problem is a co-production of Pushkin Industries and iHeartMedia. To find more Pushkin podcasts, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever. I'm Jacob Goldstein, and I'll be back next week with another episode of What's Your Problem? How do you create present and future value? As a leading provider of specialized finance operations and technology advisory services for Fortune 500 companies, emerging growth market leaders, and private equity sponsors, cross-country consulting solves today's most pressing challenges and creates present and future enterprise value. With tailored, integrated solutions for accounting, risk, technology-enabled transformation, and transaction solutions, cross-country works as a strategic partner and collaborative part of your team. The future-ready business, insight and within reach. Go to crosscountry-consulting.com to learn more. 
Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.